You're listening to a podcast from 702. Online, smartphone, DSTV channel 856 and on 92.7 and 106 FM. This is 702. 12 after 4. Thank you, Tsecho. All right, let me just take you back to the 26th of May uh, 2016, which is the statement that started all the problems around the coverage of uh, violent protests at the SABC and uh, the decision to ban that. Uh, so the SABC issued a statement in which they said, the South African Broadcasting Corporation has noted with concern the recent turmoil arising, arising from violent service delivery protests in various parts of the country. The SABC as a public service broadcaster would like to condemn the burning of public institutions and has made a decision that it will not show footage of people burning public institutions like schools in any of its news bulletins with immediate effect. We are not going to provide publicity to such actions that are destructive and regressive. So So immediately afterwards, then you had a number of organizations, uh, including Media Monitoring Africa and also SOS, SAVA, SABC and Freedom of Expression Institute complaining uh, that the decision by the SABC is in breach of provisions of the Broadcasting Act as well as the SABC's licenses. This matter was taken to the Complaints and Compliance Committee of ICASA. And eventually today they gave out their ruling on this matter. And to talk to us about the ruling, we're on the line to the ICASA acting chairperson, Ruben Mutlalucha. Good to talk to you, Mr. Mutlalucha. Hi, hi, Colani. Thank you very much. All right, so I've painted the, the, the picture of what happened and the matter being dealt with uh, within the CCC, which is the Complaints and Compliance Committee. What was your finding then? <laughs> the broadcasting sector is um, a regulated sector and there's um, both uh, legal and regulatory framework and that guide how the sector should actually uh, be, be regulated. And uh, there are codes also that uh, the industry is uh, subscribed to. And uh, so C listened to the representations by the, uh, both parties, the complainants, as well as the um, SIBC. And uh, and the C had to consider um, all of these issues that I'm talking about. What does the consumer say? What does the Broadcasting uh, Act say? And um, what are the necessary conditions of the uh, SIBC, as well as the codes that the broadcasters are subscribed to? And arrived at the conclusion that uh, the decision by the SIBC not to broadcast um, the banning of public property during uh, uh, violent protests and so on should not be covered as... um, not in line with the framework that, that I've outlined. And thus, um, <clears throat> I recommended to council that uh, we should uh, order the um, SABC to withdraw that decision that they made in May and that they must notify us uh, in the next seven days um, of the compliance with regards to that withdrawal. So... Um, we, we expect that uh, in the next seven days we'll get the response from the SABC in relation to uh, to this ruling. Um, of course, uh, our decisions are subject to review. Those are the options that uh, any of the parties involved if uh, feels. Uh, we, uh, we have had they can do so, but we think that uh, there's been... Uh, 
sufficient application of mind and precision in terms of thinking, um, um, and, and uh, we'll, we'll take it from there. Okay. So in, in, in the end, what ICASA found was that the SABC acted illegally, according to the Broadcasting Act uh, of 1999, according to the SABC licenses, and according to the SABC editorial policies. That just sums it up. Yeah, well, what sums it up is, is, is that uh, the statement that they made is not in line with the existing legal framework okay. as well as the regulatory framework. Now, let me tell you that in the past 30 minutes or so, we've heard a response from the SABC. One, the chairperson is saying that they will not retract, they will not change that policy. Where does this put this matter now? <clears throat> well, they, they, they haven't said that to us yet. And, and I'm sure in the next seven days, we'll formally know um, as to whether they will um, uh, take the matter on review or they, they, will, they, they accept um, our, our determination on the matter. All right, so, so you're expecting an official response over the next seven days. I just want to go back to a point that you made, that it's well within their rights to take this matter up for a review. Yes. But you see, the problem with this matter is that it's quite an urgent matter, and I think that's how you treated it, um, both within yes. the CCC and also as a CASA. It is an urgent matter. Yes. Now, you know that co- uh, re- uh, the review processes might take, what, about a, a couple of weeks or even a month? Well, I'm not uh, off fair with, with that. Um, I think it's a different uh, layer. I'm not sure if um, they would want to go to court or they would also go on an urgent basis and what those are, how those dynamics will play themselves out, I'm not quite certain. Um, but where we are, we, we think that um, 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 the matter has been uh, sufficiently considered. Again, according to your ruling, there are certain measures that can be taken against the SABC in the event they choose not to implement, right? If if they don't comply with this uh, ruling, yeah, uh, to the extent that <clears throat> they would not be taking the matter under review, Tapusi could look at that matter. What are these measures? Uh, what what can what can ICASA do? Look, I can't uh, preempt. Tapusi um, will have to um, deal with the issue and say the SABC has defied compliance with the ruling with regards to the withdrawal of that uh, uh, decision within the prescribed period that uh, they've been given. Uh, maybe they've missed the compliance with one day, two days, whatever, whatever the situation would be around that compliance. And then uh, they will uh, recommend uh, um, whatever sanctions that uh, they would deem appropriate. But within your powers as a CASA, without preempting the issue, but within, what's within your powers? What is it that uh, is is allowed for you to do in the event that um, any broadcaster, for that matter, not just the SABC, does not comply? There's, there's uh, one, one extreme to the other in terms of the type of penalties that uh, can be imposed. Um, one could be a warning. You can warn a, a broadcaster to say, you have failed to comply on these particular provisions or licensing conditions, and and and, and then they give people a, a a warning and give them time to comply. It can also be a fine, you know, um, 
you can um, determine that, look, given the gravity of this uh, non-compliance, uh, this particular fund could be appropriate, or um, in uh, certain extremes, uh, you may even uh, consider uh, suspending a license or, you know, or revoking a license. Mm. Those, those are one extreme to the next, but I'm saying each case will be dealt with according to its uh, merits. And to say, if such a situation arises, um, will we'll apply its mind and, 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 and say, uh, in this particular instance, what, what remedies are reasonable. Okay. Uh, Ruben Masaloka, let me thank you very much. Thanks indeed. He's the acting chairperson of the Independent Communications Authority of South Africa. So we're monitoring that press conference. Then the SABC was responding. Uh, and already, Saudamutswening, the chief operations officer at SABC, is quoted as saying, no one is going to tell us what to do. We, as the SABC, are not apologetic about the issues we believe in. And remember, uh, Mr. Masaloka says, well, we can't respond to those at the moment. We're expecting the SABC to give us an official response first. And then we'll be able to tell you what to do next. What are you 